Welcome to Mind Body Boss. This is the podcast for people who know that our minds and bodies are connected. They affect one another, and the more we learn how they operate, the more we get to be the boss of our life experience. We're your hosts, Michelle Stevenette and April Judd. Hey, welcome to Mind Body Boss. This is episode 89 with Michelle Stevenette and April Judd. Welcome. We're so glad you're here today. We have an awesome episode. I'm excited to share with you what we have planned. But before we do so, April, we have a review. We do. Okay, this review is titled So Real and Relatable. And she says, I'm so glad I was introduced to this podcast. I feel like it gives so many good insights and encouragement to be your best self. Yay. Yay. We're so excited. Thank you so much for leaving that. Yes. And did you notice even little brief reviews like that are so helpful. And I so appreciate you taking the time to do that. And I'm glad that you're finding some things that are real and relatable because that's what we're, what we're doing. Yeah. We're we're trying trying to get a little bit of encouragement and some things that, you know, we're learning and growing and changing and we love it. So thank you so much for leaving that. And thank you for sharing this podcast, um, on social media, but mostly with your friends and family. So we appreciate that so much. Yeah. In fact, guess what? The first time I ever even listened to a podcast, because you know there's people that listen to podcasts and people that don't. Mm-hmm. I was someone who didn't, I'd heard the word, but I didn't really know what it was, what the podcast was. And my dear friend April here is the one that actually introduced me to the world of podcasts. Hey, she, there you go. See? She opened up my phone and said, see this little purple app? <laughs> you click on it. And then <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like radio without the commercials and you get to listen to exactly what you want to listen to. Yeah. It's like yeah. having like what is that Sirius XM that they always try to get you to buy. It's like that. Only this is free. It's amazing. It's amazing. So <laughs> so glad you're here. Become a podcast person <laughs> or, sh- or share with your friends. Maybe the ones that don't listen because then I was hooked and found a whole new world of enlightenment. Yeah, so. it's just fun. And hopefully, you know, I'm, I always tell people little like tidbit of information is to listen on podcasts. If you can really get going with them, you can start listening on 1.5 speed. Yeah. Goes faster and we sound smarter. <laughs> I totally agree. I usually listen to us on 1.5 and I'm like, wow, we're so brilliant. I know. <laughs> so succinct here. So really, that's also, so if you're passing on podcasts, also pass that on. And once you become a podcast listener, there is a really funny, um, like little spoof on podcasts that my sister-in-law sent me the other day and I was laughing so hard. It follows this guy around as he relates everything in his life to a podcast. He's like, oh, see that tree? I listened to a tree that, uh, podcast the other day about trees. <laughs> really, it was so funny. So anyhow, join on the podcast train. Share it with your friends and family. We greatly appreciate it. Yes. Okay, today we are going to talk a little bit about processing our emotions and emotional vocabulary. And you might be like, okay, I'm done listening right now, but I'm going to say, just listen up because this is seriously such a big part of our life, such a big part of being a human. And if you can practice these things, which I'm constantly practicing now that I kind of have this understanding, it really does enrich our lives and helps us to, I'm going to just use our awesome phrase, but you really do start feeling a little bit more capable of handling the things that are thrown at you and being more of the boss of your life experience really truly so honestly and everyone has emotions that's the thing is no one is exempt from it um it, yeah it's part of being a human it's part of being a, a human and it is one of those things where instead of allowing your emotions to um kind of rule what how you're reacting and what you're doing it's kind of like you get to um you also get to, you get to choose your emotions having you know this human experience really shows you that your emotions are 
um, indicators of things that are, you're feeling that are going on in your life, that the, mm-hmm. how you really want to experience things. And I think we need to pay more attention to our emotions in order to, like you said, be the boss of our own life experience, yeah. get out of life what you want to. Yeah, for sure. Um, because there is a way of generating the emotions you want to feel, but then the, all the ones that just come to us that we're not necessarily intentionally thinking we wanting to choose. Um, that's kind of where we're going today is right. those emotions that just sort of come up and that we not aren't necessarily going like, I want to feel this way right now. Right. Just kind it's of, like, that's what comes. Here's the situation I'm in and this is what's coming up. And I think a lot of times that, that emotion comes to us and I think we've done a pretty good job, or at least I have personally of kind of suppressing that. Oh, um, very good. We're very good at this. Yeah. It, it comes in and I'm thinking, ah, no, mm-mm. I don't want to feel that. I want to feel you. So I'm gonna, I'm, I don't have time to feel you. This is not the space to feel you. I need to quickly move on. Well, and it's uncomfortable. I don't want to. I don't want to. Yes. Right? Super uncomfortable a lot of the times. Because the unexpected ones that come usually aren't the ones you're choosing, which means they're probably the more uncomfortable ones. Yeah. They're going to feel negative. They're going to feel uncomfortable. They're going to feel scary. They're going to feel difficult. And so mm-hmm. we do find ways to get out of them yeah. or to pretend that they're not there or to, you know, just distract ourselves or fill up that, that space with something else. Oh, for sure. I think, um, that's where a lot of people get into, you know, for me, there are times when an emotion comes and I don't want to feel it, but what I do want to do instead of feeling that emotion is get online and shop. Mm. Or what I do want to do instead of having to deal with that emotion is distract myself with a phone call to a friend that has absolutely nothing to do with the way that I'm feeling or yeah. whatever. It's finding this, um, this buffer, this distraction, this, this something else. Yeah. Um, it's food, I think for many people, food. I know for you, that's not a thing for me. It has been, I don't know that you buffer with food. I have sometimes buffered with food every once in a while. And I'm usually kind of conscious about it. I usually yeah. kind of, am like, Ooh, feeling stressed right now. I think food would help. Yeah. I'm food. I'm going to food right now. Yeah. I'm going to do that. So <laughs> yeah. I'm not one of like the, the, the um, like subconscious a... doesn't take over and have me do that. But online shopping does. Yeah. And before I know it, I'm like, Whoa, Amazon got a whole lot of my money today. Yeah. <laughs> and I still feel frustrated. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. they don't, they, here's the thing. Even if you're buffering with some of those things, that emotion, like you it's can't eat your emotion. Relief. It's a temporary relief. Right. I can't yeah. shop my emotion away. Yeah. I mean, it might help me feel happy and distracted for the moment, but I mean, I'm still going to feel yeah. whatever I've come up with that I'm trying to avoid. Right. That, mm-hmm. so well, it comes and, back. It does come back. And a lot of times if it is something kind of a strong emotion and we're not allowing it like in, in the moment, which let me rewind a little bit. Sometimes, uh, we can process in the moment, but sometimes we do need to actually pause and come back to it. Sometimes it's not a, you know, we're not in a position where we can do that. We're in the middle of, you know, speaking or we're in the middle of, of, of work or something mm-hmm. where we actually do need to, it wouldn't be appropriate to have an emotional response. Right. Yes. Um, our but, next episode is completely all about that. Yes. We'll be talking about, about that one next. So, but being able to process something right now in the moment can be a really useful skill. And if you don't, and when we don't do this, and sometimes, you know, a few minutes later or a few hours later, or even a day or two later, then, uh, something small will happen and we'll have an exaggerated response. Yeah. <laughs> um, one that's even less intentional, ex- <laughs> right? Yeah. That, right? That emotion like comes back sometimes with a vengeance and sometimes you know, you've ever been like, in that spot where you didn't process something and someone says the slightest thing to you, or you see the the smallest 
you know, like sweet thing. And all of a sudden you're like a puddle of tears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm not actually really sad about that kid over there that just dropped his lollipop, but I'm crying right now because of something that happened earlier. Only this is definitely not the spot that I want to be at, but I didn't process it. Yeah. Of, you know, before. And so now I'm dealing with it now. Well, and I think this is really common with things like annoyance or frustration. Um, if somebody, if something happened outside of you and you are feel and you're having a frustration response and, and you're not really processing it or aware of it or like paying attention to it, then a little later, somebody might do something else that's even smaller. And that still just comes right back up yep. a lot louder. Super close to the surface. I think that happens a lot. And that's why we take um, certain emotions out on our loved ones, like on our oh, spouse or on sure. our children, people that are closer to us. Because I think that if you didn't deal with the resentment that you had earlier about something and it's coming back later, who are the people you're around the most, who you yeah. feel, you know, most comfortable with? I think oh, that, safe around. Yeah, that yeah. emotion so close to the surface because, yeah, you left it at the door, but it you didn't process it, so it didn't go away. And so I think it can just pull right back up when you get home and now the person that's feeling the brunt of your resentment is your spouse or your children or yeah Yeah, so so we're talking about processing emotion and so you're probably like what in the world does that mean if you haven't really heard this term much or or even if you have sometimes having a, a, a real life example to look to can be really instructive to understand what that means and what right. it looks like. Cause you can hear the term process emotion and you're like, uh, okay, what does that mean? I, it's not just, something we're taught really. No yeah. one's ever, this is not a school subject. This is not something that is very commonly spoken of, but I think in the world now of more awareness of mental illness and things, um, hopefully it's becoming a little bit more part of the dialogue, more part of our understanding. Um, but let's give some, let's give some examples yes. of what it's so like today to process in the moment. We're talking about processing your emotion now in the moment in real time of when it's happening. Mm-hmm. And then our next episode is going to be how to process it a little bit later. Yeah. When maybe the here and now is not the appropriate time or the time you want to be right. processing that. The import, most important thing for you to know is that you need to process it at some point. Yes. Right? So whether it's now, like we're going to talk about today, or it's a little bit later that we'll get to in our next episode, it needs to be processed. Processing is really helpful because if, if we don't process our emotion, what happens is it just kind of stays in your body and lingers in some way, and it doesn't necessarily ever complete the cycle and therefore it's it's sort of stuck in the body chemically physically in ways where maybe you'll have a physical ailment in the future or even at the time maybe you have stomach aches or headaches or maybe you have you know joints that are having problems or soreness that's unexplained and uh, for all intents and purposes they very well may be linked in some way to these chemical responses that are happening in the body from emotions that have not had an opportunity to cycle through yeah well i think they always talk about you know like you carry your you can carry your stress in your shoulders or um they talk about having like a healthy heart and how that just puts so much stress like stress can put so many issues onto your body onto your health mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of that is wise because you, you hold on to that. And I think your body physically can feel that. And so if you're able to connect your mind with your body and process those emotions, I think you have a much healthier effect on life in general. And it allows you to actually experience 
what we as humans are here to experience. We're here to experience a full range of emotions. And we in our world tend to do our best to minimize the negative and just try and only feel positive emotions. And so understanding that these negative emotions are not dangerous and it's actually part of being a human and on the other side of it, you actually feel a heck of a lot better. Like, you know, that feeling when you've had like a really good cry and at the end of it, you kind of feel like a relief and a, and you feel a little better on the other side. Like that's what we're talking about with being able to process. So you had an experience. Absolutely. Okay. So my in real time experience of, um, kind of processing emotion at the moment, I was, I, I'm sorry, I've started this new Zumba class and it's at the rec center. And I recently switched gyms. And so, um, I'm my first day in this class and I go in and it is just like a crowd of so many different people from so many different walks of life. And immediately I just love it. And so as I'm, you know, we're doing our workout, music's loud and blaring and everyone's just having a good time. And I'm looking around the room and I just am kind of seeing all the different individuals that are there. I'm seeing like this adorable Brazilian woman up at the front adding like her Latin flair to everything. I am seeing the couple where the, you know, husband is like looking to his wife for the cues where she kind of tells him, you know, before like the super hippie dance that involves a lot of like hip movement he kind of just like leaves the room and then because he doesn't want to move you know he doesn't want to do that so he comes back in on like the really involved step work because he's doing it with her and it's just so cute and then there's this adorable old lady who's got like her little sweater on with her pearls and she's kind of doing her little moves her way and oh I just fell in love with everyone and there is this cutest down syndrome girl in the middle of the room and I like am looking around this room, all these people and just feeling like so much just like kind of love for them, like how sweet this whole situation is and everyone's just loving it. And there's like no, you know, professional dancers in this class or anyone that's like, everyone's just having such a good time. They're all just loving it. And I feel myself like tearing up and Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, A, I don't want to like you know, start crying. And I'm thinking of like my nose running in the Zumba class. How am I going to wipe my nose? I didn't bring a tissue. I got to go out. You know, all these different things. So I'm like, okay, I don't want to cry right now. So I like quickly wipe away a couple of tears that I have. And I'm processing the emotion of, I think gratitude is the emotion that I was actually feeling. Mm. Um, I have to wonder if some of it could have been a version of joy. Or yeah. A, maybe a little a bit of joy, joy, right? Like yeah. it was kind of fun. And, this, and I didn't, I know this kind of sounds silly, but like, bear with me. And so I'm like kind of like trying to take deep breaths. And in that moment, as I'm like actively doing a Zumba class, like my body's moving, I'm doing the dance, we're doing all the things. I am like breathing through my emotion for the moment. And I kind of felt like instead of having like that joy and gratitude come through like physical tears, I kind of was like, okay, I still want to feel this joy and gratitude. I'm going to hang on to this feeling because it feels pretty good. And I'm just going to like dance joyfully and with gratitude. I'm not exactly sure how that looks, but it kind of felt right. Right. <laughs> it was fun. I had a smile on my face. Yeah. And so in you know that moment, that was a good emotion for me. I'm, I think sometimes it's much harder to feel a negative emotion mm-hmm. in real time, but that was a good emotion for me. And so I hung on to it. And so that was kind of my experience of um, like letting it kind of flow through my body, giving it a little bit of like a name for me. Processing emotion is kind of saying like, Oh, okay. I'm feeling like grateful for everyone in this room. I'm feeling a little bit of joy and kind of just letting that 
be in me for a minute before I tried to, my first reaction was just like, oh my goodness, don't cry. That's so embarrassing. Are you kidding me? You're going to be sitting here in the back of a Zumba class, the rec center <laughs> crying. Like, who are you? People are going to think something's terribly wrong in your life. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I think I found even like another way to process that through my body. The interesting thing is, is even though that was a positive emotion, there was still some resistance on your part initially of like, oh, I shouldn't feel this right now. It's too intense. Yeah. I don't want to cry in front of people or whatever. Like slightly felt inappropriate sort of. Yeah. But you were able to breathe and you know maybe a couple tears came but it wasn't like you had some major outburst but boy you felt it inside your body Mm -hmm. in a powerful beautiful way and that's what we're here to experience and so whether it's a positive emotion or a negative emotion anytime it's intense I think a lot of times we're fearful and we try to resist it a little bit Mm -hmm. and um and it's not doing us any favors and so how awesome you were able to feel that yes I think one of the most important things in learning how to experience emotion mm-hmm. is to find some vocabulary behind it. Find the words to explain it. Um, I We've talked about this before, and we've had um, Jennifer Finlayson Fife on our podcast as well in the past. But when I was first kind of learning how to become the expert about teaching my children about sex in my home. The first thing they have you do is to say out loud the anatomical names of things Mm -hmm. and to become familiar with vocabulary behind things. Mm -hmm. Because if you aren't familiar with things, you can't instruct it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's very similar to how we are with emotions in our bodies. If we are not familiar with what emotions are, if we can't look at something and be able to identify the emotion that we're feeling, how can we instruct our bodies Yeah, to process that? Yeah, we do need that vocabulary. And so one really helpful tool is an emotional color wheel, which if you've never seen one of these, go Google emotional color wheel. Google it right now. And you'll see these different wheels that help kind of navigate feelings. It starts in the center with some pretty basic emotions. Like anger, sadness, happiness, you know, yeah, pretty simple where you can probably at least start there. No matter what you're feeling, you can probably identify with something in that realm. And then it goes into like another level where it gives you a little more specific ways that you might feel that way. And it's so helpful to gain these additional words and understanding because it helps you understand what's going on for you. Mm -hmm. So it's not just a three-year-old having a tantrum because they're angry. It's you able to say, I am feeling rejected right now. And it came initially through some anger, but it's actually rejection. Mm -hmm. So anger is really the secondary emotion. You're trying to get to the initial one that you're actually feeling through this color wheel, kind of following it from the center out. Yeah. And so when you can understand and have put vocabulary to what you are experiencing, not only does it help you be a little bit more of an observer, kind of gives you a little bit of a, of an opportunity to give yourself that space and be like, this is what I'm experiencing right now, but it helps you understand then more fully what might be going on inside of your thoughts, your mind, your just the experience in general that will help you understand what your role is and how that's coming to be. Why are you experiencing that? And letting those emotions be sort of instructive, Mm -hmm. um, helps us to 
have a little more authority. It helps us to understand ourselves a little better. And when we understand ourselves a little better, it just helps us have a little more confidence because now we have a little more capacity to experience, to feel, to handle whatever comes. Absolutely. I think that the better we get at identifying what emotion we're experiencing it in what way it's coming to us and then knowing how to process it, the more empowered we are because you know that in any given situation, the emotion that comes to you, whether it is intentional or unintentional, you can handle it. And there Mm -hmm. is a huge amount of confidence that comes with that. Yeah. Confidence, I've heard Bert Castillo say, is being willing to feel. Being willing to feel. Being willing to feel. Yeah. That's kind of a lot, right? Because a so, lot of feelings don't feel good, but if you just know you can, you can feel and it's okay and it's not going to kill you, right. <laughs> you know? it's okay. If you need to feel something, you can feel something. All right. Right. Okay. So hopefully you've learned a little bit today about emotions and kind of how to process them in the moment. So kind of to recap, um, the most important thing to do at any time is to make sure that you process it. So we talked about processing it in the here and now, in real time, today. You Um, notice it, the vibration in the body. We didn't really talk about that. Yeah, I mean, I, and my example was, I mean, I was dancing, so I'm not sure. I mean, there was a whole lot of vibration going on, but I'm not sure (laughs) if it was from the Zumba music or my hips or my feet or what was going on. Um, Sometimes if you can sit and like kind of be still with it for a second, you know, that would be great, but just kind of notice it, like kind of breathe into it. Let it kind of fill up your body a little bit. Some people um, identify colors with emotions. And so if you can give it like a color, you can give it a name, even if it's in your head, even if in your head you're thinking, okay, right now I'm experiencing like for me in this class, you know, I'm experiencing a little bit of joy, some gratitude. I'm going to breathe into it at the same time that I'm trying to do whatever I am doing. And maybe it had a color. Maybe, you know, I could feel that coming through my body or whatever it was, but really just letting it kind of take its its natural course almost. I would say breath is a really big tool in being able to ease into whatever it is. Breathing, yes. breathing, breathing, breathing. Okay, so a little bit about processing emotion today and in the moment, processing your emotions when you're having them in the moment. And again, sometimes it's not appropriate. So we are going to talk about how to process them in the future yes, <laughs> or a little bit later if needed on our next episode. So come back next Wednesday. Okay. We'll see you then. Have a good day. Hey, thanks for being here today. We appreciate you listening. Yes. I'm so glad you were here. Did you know we have an Instagram account specifically for this podcast? We sure do. Come find us on Instagram at mind.body.boss. We are continuing the conversation over there and we would love to hear from you. We'd love your insights. We'd love your questions, your ideas, your thoughts. Come and meet us over on Instagram. We'll see you there.